All right, on this episode of Bouts Talking Bouts, very excited to be talking to an individual who competes as part of Gamebred Bare Knuckle MMA. And this goes down on November the 10th. We have Randy Costa and Jason Knight getting out there to test skills and great getting to have Jason on the show. How's everything going, man? You having a solid day so far? Yeah, man. Uh, I worked from 6 o'clock this morning until 4.30. And I'm waiting on 6 o'clock to hit so I can head to the gym and start joining. I'll be there from probably 6.30 until about 8 or maybe 8.30. And then it's time to get up and do it all again tomorrow morning. And from what I was seeing last, you were training at an American top team location out of Mississippi. Is that where you're still at now? Yes, it's uh, American Top Team in the Iberville, Mississippi. That's awesome. I would imagine that would be, uh, you know, a space that's just, you know, rife with great talent. Like, who would you say some of the main people you're getting in work with in this camp would be? Uh, I've been working a lot with uh, a guy named Josh Mayo. He's, he's an up-and-comer. He's still an amateur right now. But, uh... He is an awesome, awesome little boxer, and you know, I've been doing a lot of striking with him. And uh, other than that, you know, just just working with a lot of the guys around the gym, doing you know, wrestling and jiu-jitsu and stuff like that. And there's not very many big names there. Um, there's a guy named Brandon Davis. Uh, he fought in the UFC for a while. Y'all, you might possibly know him. Um, Chase Sherman comes down and trains with us some now. He, he used to be, this used to be his home gym, but he's not there anymore. He's at, uh, Killcliff nowadays. Um, Alan Dutcher's there just about every night. He's, you know, getting ready for his fight as well. And my head coach, Mike Sanford, uh, you know, that's, that's my main coach and, I take a lot of knowledge from him as well. But, you know, as far as big names, we don't have a whole lot of those. But as far as big talent goes, we've got a lot of guys that, you know, they just haven't made a name for themselves yet. I mean, it seems like some of the names you, <clears throat> like, even outlined there just, you know, carry such a presence. Like, I know you said he wasn't there as regularly and more at Killcliff, but, you know, Chase Sherman and mentioning a guy like Alan Belcher being more regular at that space. I mean, you're talking about guys who have such a wealth of bare-knuckle knowledge, and yourself included, obviously, so it would seem like a great space to be at leading into, you know, the bare-knuckle MMA and all. Yeah, man, the, the way I look at it, the bare-knuckle MMA, for me, it's just the same as a street fight with, you know, a skilled opponent across from me. So, you know, with you know, doing MMA for so long, I became pretty skilled myself, my opponent. Uh, you know, from what I can see, he's got very good striking. And I've, I've been hit with a bare knuckle quite a few times. So I think that, you know, aside from us both having you know, mixed martial arts experience, this is just pretty much a street fight that we get to get paid for, you know. Yeah, not your first go-around with bare-knuckle MMA. You obviously had that fight with Charles Bennett at the Game Bread event that went down in June 20, 
21 there in the headliner like what was that initial experience like with bare knuckle mma and like how much can you i guess glean from that that can inform what you do in this sophomore bare knuckle mma fight um you know i didn't really get to learn a whole lot from that one uh just because it ended pretty shortly um you know for me it was just the same as any other mma fight um you know the only difference was we didn't have any gloves on. You know, it's uh, it's gonna sting a little more when you get hit, and it hurts your hands a little more. Other than that, you know, same concept. You go in there uh, with the same rules, and you throw the same punches, same kicks. You just your hands hurt a little more afterwards. You know, and I I come to realize that. I'm not one of those guys that can pull his punches and you know, try to not hit with all of his power. So I'm just bound to have my hands hurt afterwards, and I'm perfectly fine with that. You know, I, I would rather hit the guy hard and you know, be more effective than try to you know, throw lighter punches and and be safer. Um, so I, I guess. I didn't learn a whole lot. <laughs> but I know a lot of these guys that do the bare knuckle, they try to, to throw their punches uh, a little, with a little less aggression, and they try to, uh, you know, target the soft parts of the body. And I guess that's, that's just something that I might have to learn in the future. But for now, you know, it, it's hard for me to really control it when my adrenaline's pumping. I'm just trying to knock the other guy's head off and not really thinking about, you know, the harm that it might do to my body. Yeah, I mean, that's a fair way to kind of break things down. And I guess I'm kind of curious to get your thoughts on this because I referenced earlier the successes you had in, you know, BKFC specifically, but just really bare knuckle overall to the scale of getting your fight with Artem Lobov put into the BKB Hall of Fame, but then also in saying that being a UFC veteran caliber MMA fighter, and I guess just curious, like, is this almost an entirely new sport altogether, or is it almost in a simplistic layman way, almost the combination of those two things? Like, it's like literally just being able to use your BKFC experience and UFC experience, <clears throat> like, at the same time together. Uh, for me, you know, I think it's I look at it as just another MMA fight. Um, we just happen to not have gloves on. Uh, you know, a lot of a lot of people think that this is something completely new, and it is new to most of the world. But man, before I ever got into mixed martial arts, I got into tons and tons of street fights. And you know, for me, it it's just no different than. A street fight, you just got skill, you know. You got two skilled athletes that have cardio going against each other versus some drunk guys at the bar, you know. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying in that regard. Like, when did, I guess, this bout offer then initially come your way, just with Randy Costa? Like, when did, you know, this opportunity kind of get initially presented to you there? Oh, not this past Wednesday, but the Wednesday before. Uh, right out two weeks ago, they, they gave me the call and asked 
know, if I if I would be interested in taking the fight, I told him that I needed to talk to my coach and I would get back with him as soon as I talked to my coach. And I, I told my coach, I was like, hey man, I think I'm, I'm going to take this fight. And he said, you know, if, if UFC is not an option, then let's go that way. Uh, you know, it's a good opportunity, good money. And I think that UFC is still an option. I just, I don't have time to wait on, wait around on them to call my name. So uh, I gotta do something in the meantime. Yeah, for sure, and I think that's a bit of a discussion point with this, just being that it's your first fight since that run on the Ultimate Fighter 31 there and everything like that. So, yeah, I guess just, like, looking to keep busy and seeing what the options are available thereafter, that kind of thing. Yeah, man, that's it for me. You know, I've got a a family to provide for, and working, you know, my tail off every day, it's, you know, it's, it's a whole lot more on my body than taking a fight and making, you know, a bigger paycheck. You know, the, the money that I make throughout the year working, uh, you know, doesn't even compare to the money that I make in a fight. Uh, a, a good fight with good pay, you know, I, I can make the amount of money that I would make pretty much all year in one single fight, but it just makes sense to me to, to stay active fighting, you know, and if I can get on some big cards and make money that way, then you know, maybe maybe I don't work anymore. And I don't have to go get up at 5.30 in the morning and be at work at 6 o'clock and work out in the heat and stuff like that. I would much rather, you know, train all day. But, uh, you know, at this point in my life, I have to hold down a steady job to make sure my bills are paid and my family's fed. Yeah, no, I definitely get that. Were you surprised almost? I mean, I guess things in the house didn't pan out to where you got to the finals, but even in the performances you showed, I guess one would think that you would have been offered a fight. Like, were you almost surprised that, like, no bout offer came your way? Like, even, like, maybe even a short notice kind of thing or anything like that? I guess it just strikes me as kind of curious. Yeah, man, uh, for me, it was just, I, like, I, I still feel like the offer's coming, uh, a fight offer's coming. I just, it, it kind of blows my mind that it hasn't already came. Uh, you know, I thought for sure that I would be one of the first people to get a call, but, you know, I guess not. So uh, maybe, maybe it's the UFC. They got bigger plans. They're waiting to, to surprise me with something big. Or uh, maybe they just didn't see what they wanted to see. I don't know. But, uh, I guess we'll, we'll figure out. You know, the only, the only thing that I can do is sit around and wait and see if the phone call comes. And it would seem like this is a fight that could maybe serve that master just with Randy Costa also being known as like a very exciting, like intense action kind of fighter. Like, what are your thoughts on him <clears throat> as an opponent, like in terms of his, you know, resume and stylistic attributes? Because similar, at least in as far as he competed in UFC previously, and like I said, does have that exciting style. Like, what are your thoughts on all of that there with what Costa brings to the table? No, in, in my opinion, I think the, the biggest threat for me is just 
the fact that he has great stand-up. He has really exceptional stand-up. Um, you know, I don't think it's anything that I've never seen before. Uh, he's going to come at me. Come at me. He's going to throw a lot of kicks, um, throw a lot of straight punches, and I had a, uh, I have a teammate, Brandon Davis, that beat him in the UFC for. I think it was Randy Costa's UFC debut, and Brandon Davis beat him by rear naked choke in the second round, I believe it was. So, you know, I believe that, like I said, the, the biggest thing to worry about with him is going to be his stand-up. I think if the fight goes to the ground, I end the fight 10 times out of 10. And uh, if we stay on the feet, I think that I can beat him there as well. You know, I, I think that I think that I'm going to hit harder than he does. But I think that I'm going to hit harder than he does. I think that I'm going to be able to take more punishment than he can take. And at the end of the day, I think if it's a gritty fight, it's going to come down to who has the most heart and who wants it the worst. And there's no man in this world that has more heart than I do. And you know, if he doesn't put me to sleep in that cage, then I don't think he stands a chance. Yeah, I also saw on your social media you're looking to hit him with that leg kick, hit him with the pow tattoo you got on the shin there. For sure, man, and uh, I, I think I would think that I'm gonna be able to land that bad boy at least a few times. And I, I've thought about getting that tattoo for a long time, and uh, you know, I've been waiting to kind of reveal on social media. Uh, I'm getting Bang tattooed on the other side. I'm getting, I'm gonna have Bang and Pal. Oh yeah. So I, I definitely expect him to be able to read those words up close and personal. Yeah, I saw he commented too and was like, "Keep that effing thing away from me," which I thought was kind of fun. Yeah, man. I, you know, as far as I can tell, Randy Costa seems like he's gonna be a really cool guy, gonna be a really cool opponent. And I have no disrespect towards the guy whatsoever. But at the end of the day, he's my opponent. And he's the man standing in my way, you know, of that, that win bonus. And I 100% plan on going in there and definitely trying to put every, every weapon I have at my disposal, you know, and put it all to work and see what he can Hold up to, I guess. Yeah, for sure. I feel like you, at least from what I can tell, more often than not, seem to have like a good rapport with like previous opponents. Like it kind of seemed like that with like Kurt Holaba as well. Just I saw you were at your stepdaughter's kickboxing match and ran into him there, and obviously you guys fought on Tough Season Thirty One there. So kind of cool to see that camaraderie and respect there. Yeah, man. The crazy thing about the fight with Kurt Holaba. By the time that me and Kurt fought, we were we were more like family than just training partners. You know, me and me, Kurt, and the rest of the guys that were on my team, we had all became so close that it, it was honestly hard to fight the guy. It was it was super strange because I had never went into a fight before in my life where my adrenaline wasn't pumping. You know, even street fights that you know I was. You know, certain that I was going to win, I had a gentleman. 
I mean, standing by the <clears throat> the word that you gave your opponent there for sure. But I guess I'm curious, like how that overall experience was, just being part of that Ultimate Fighter 31 cast, because it seemed like a pretty like hotly talked about season, just with a guy like McGregor, who's such a big name, and Chandler. Like, what was the whole experience like for you, large in part? No, it was it was a, a different experience for sure. It was a lot of fun. Um, you know, just. I guess disconnecting from society and and actually getting to know people on a deeper level than, you know, just a, a message back and forth or whatever. We actually sat down and had good conversations and and told stories to each other and stuff like that. So that was nice, but it, it really sucked, you know, being away from my family for so long. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I get to say that I, I competed on the Ultimate Fighter. You know, that just shows that I've been watching since I was a kid. And for me to actually be a part of that was just uh, an unreal experience. Yeah, for sure. Definitely a great feather in the cap, for sure. And I guess curi- I'm curious to get your thoughts on this, because it seems like there is at least some emerging discourse out there of people wondering if this coach's fight is going to happen this calendar year, if not wondering if it's going to happen at all. Like, do you think we'll eventually see Conor McGregor and Michael Chandler in the octagon? Or, like, what are your thoughts on that, I guess? Uh, I think maybe eventually, but I, I definitely don't see it happening this year because, you know, Conor McGregor, everybody knows that he was juicing, and I don't, I don't see him passing the inside guidelines so, you know, I really, I really don't think that's going to happen this year unless Dana White pulls some strings and just makes it happen. But uh, more than likely, I think that would happen next year, if anything. Yeah, well, hopefully by then when it goes down, we can get you as part of the card, eh? For sure. Hopefully, hopefully uh, I'll get some kind of call sometime soon. I, I got the, the guys at Gamebridge that put a clause in the contract that if the UFC does in fact call, then I can back out of my fight with, with Gamebred. Uh, you know, no problem. But, you know, uh, unless they call me with a, you know, a paycheck that's more than what I'm making now, then I'm not going to do it. Yeah, I mean, totally reasonable stance for sure, man. But, I mean, definitely an exciting fight and cool to see you in a discipline like this. Just like I said, considering how well you've done in bare knuckle and also in MMA. So definitely 
appealing for sure, but I do want to be mindful of the rest of your schedule tonight, Jason. I'm sure I could ask you a ton of questions, but I want to be respectful of your busy schedule. So in saying that, I guess I'm curious if maybe you might have a final thought to add as we're kind of wrapping up, man. Uh, All I can say is anybody who doesn't follow me, go and follow me on social media, JTK the Kid, Jason Knight on Facebook, and Randy Costa, train your ass off, be ready for the fight, because I'm coming at you full force, buddy. And no disrespect, but you better be ready on that night. And that night is going to be November 10th, and like I was saying before, definitely a stacked card with the latest game-bred bare-knuckle MMA, and this Randy Costa fight really stood out among a very deep event. So in saying that, thank you for coming on the show and giving some really great insights. Jason, looking forward to checking out this fight, but until then, you have a good rest of your night, man. Yes, sir. I appreciate you having me on the show. I'm about to head to the gym now.